I then approached Boyd at um, Rolex Kentucky when it was still Rolex. And I asked him if I could go work for him. And he said, yeah, sure, mate. I'll give you a call. And I gave him my number. And I was like, did that really just happen? Like, I totally fangirled. Welcome to the Major League Eventing Podcast, the show for eventing fans by eventing fans. Everyone knows how much we love mane and tail. And recently, our little Stanley got a rash under his neck. Yeah, so right under his collar, he got a rash. He started scratching. It got really, really red. We took him to the vet. So as everyone knows, we've talked about before on the show that our Sparky has bad coat and bad skin. He's had allergies his whole life. And we've always struggled with that. And now here's Stanley started with us. So we were very worried. Took him to the vet. And the vet said, you know what the vet said, Karen? She said, use mane and tail protect. Here's the deal. You can use protect every day on that hot spot, scratches. Rain rot, ringworm. Ringworm. There's directions on the bottle. Get the bottle. But you can use it every day. But the key is you got to let it sit on their coat for about 10 or 15 minutes. Let it really soak in because that contact is what's going to fix this. And let it dry really well. Don't let the water fester on there. So what we have to do is we have to let Stanley's collar off and let it air out really good. We don't want any moisture, which we think is possibly him running around and creeks and swimming (laughs) and all types of stuff. (laughs) You know how the barn dogs are. You have a barn dog at all. So Karen, tell us a little bit more about the ProTech line shampoo. So it's a veterinary strength medicated shampoo that com- uh, that provides a complete cleaning and protection treatment of topical skin problems. So it's antifungal, antibacterial, does all the above. Mm-hmm. Fantastic stuff. And it is pH balanced and safe for daily use. Yes. And that's what I didn't realize is that we can use it every day to get this stuff cleared up. And we're using it every day. And our dogs are... It's amazing. It's night and day how fast it cleared up. So I would use it, but I would use it like once once every week, and it was just wasn't enough contact. Right. So really, really um, fantastic stuff. So Karen, people, how do how do people learn more? I uh, just go to maintaintailequine.com. and get it at your local tech shop, right, Karen? Yes. Triple Crown Feed. Oh Karen. yeah, Triple Crown. Big fans of Triple Crown Feed. They have a t- tons of of great products out there. Mm-hmm. Premium stuff. Karen, what do you got to say over there? So Triple Crown has formulas that are tailored to your horse's unique needs and help support immunity and gut health. Find your local Triple Crown Feed dealer by going to triplecrownfeed.com. Triplecrownfeed.com. That's a little bit of a tongue twister. It Triplecrownfeed.com. They have a great feed locator. They have a great feed comparison tool on their website. I encourage everyone to get over there. Check out Triple Crown Feed's website. Check out the different products. Check out what makes them so special. And give them a shot, right, Karen? Oh, yeah. Support the people to support the show. I recently treated myself to a pair of the Fairfax and Favor Boudica Ankle Boots. And they come in several different colors, but I got the black leather and they have a shearling lining. So they keep your feet nice and warm during these cold winter months. Now, I read all over social media about how comfortable these boots are. So I decided to test them out. The first time I wore them, I took our little Stanley for a very long walk. 
And it was several hours later when I realized I never took these boots off. That is how comfortable they are. And I've been wearing them pretty much every single day. And I wear them to work and I wear them around the house. So to get yourself a pair, check them out by going to fairfaxandfavor.com. Cooler weather is just around the corner, so don't let your horse get caught in the cold. Yeah, a turtleneck has your horse's clothing needs covered, Karen. They sure do. Don't let your horse get caught out in the cold on that first cold night of the season. Now is the time to shop and purchase your fall and winter blankets, Karen. So how do people learn more? So for sizing and temperature guidelines, you can go to turtleneck.biz. Trish Scott's got us covered and she can cover you. Trish is on with us to talk about equine mortality and medical coverages, which there's a lot of changes, Trish. So tell us what's going on in the industry right now and how can you help people? Yeah, there are a lot of changes going on in the equine mortality medical coverage right now. And I just wanted to put the word out there that we don't have to be afraid. Changes are coming, but um, I can certainly take care of, you know, whatever, you know, whatever questions, concerns, you know, our, our vendors have. Right now, the biggest one is Great American is not offering any medical coverage to any renewals or new business. But And the thing is with our vendors, they're the one of the top three rated horses for mortality. So it's a very unique breed of animal, very unique training. So we need to make sure that your policy is covered. Um, I have access to some of the top rated carriers right now. They are all offering full mortality, medical, surgical, any coverage is needed for our vendors. Don't worry about it. Just give me a call. I'd be more than happy to walk through your current policy and make sure that your renewal is covering your horse. Not a problem. Just give me a call. I'm always available. 484-319-8923. I'm Robbie. And I'm Karen. And Robbie, very excited about today's guest. Super excited. So this guest, she was a previous guest of ours. And... When we met, first met her, she was just a little working student, and now she's a big time going out on her own. Welcome to the show, Sydney Hageman. Welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, we're excited to have you. <laughs> it's a little bit of a quieter, so little bit of a quieter uh, talk with you than the last time that you were on. So. <laughs> oh yeah, we were like very busy and <laughs> a lot. Of- people so. <laughs> yeah so you were you were with in episode 25 back in september of 2018 with the windora usa crew <laughs> has it been that long yeah oh my goodness and I, so I, old. <laughs> I actually listened to it today and oh my gosh that was crazy <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I still remember some of the questions, but not all of them. But, uh, it was fun. It yeah. was a good time. Yeah, yeah. It 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 was fun. It really was. It it starts out talking about how bad it smelled, but you know. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Cockerville smells so bad. <laughs> well, it was the feet. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. I was thinking of the mushrooms there. No. But... <laughs> oh no. Oh yeah, we were all barefoot, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah, oh, it was God. you guys, not Cochranville. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. How cute. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So, Sydney, um, you're coming to us via Zoom, and we can see mm-hmm. where you are. It's pitch black. But uh, where are you coming to us from? 
I'm currently at Stableview in Aiken and I'm sitting outside because it's so nice. So I was like, why not take advantage of this? Although we work outside all day, but I was just, you know, it's so nice to sit down. <laughs> yeah, I bet. And Stableview is so beautiful. We're so lucky. Yeah. I'm extremely excited to be here. So Now, do you stay at Stableview? Do you actually live there? Oh, yeah. I'm very lucky. Mike and I and his groom, Taylor, share an apartment um, above Cindy's Barn, which is a little bit past the entrance of Stableview. And it is so nice. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. All right. So, Cindy, you know the show. So you're going to take us back and tell us how you got your start in riding and then into eventing. Oh, goodness. Um, I started at a small lesson barn in Ohio, uh, Southern Ohio, actually. Well, actually, no, I started at a camp. And I remember my dad started paying for my camps and my grandparents would take me in the summer at Camp Camelgard. And it just kept going. Like I never got rid of the I love horses bug. And my mom tried to put me in other sports like cheerleading and soccer. And I remember sitting in my cheerleading meeting in fifth grade. And I was like, I just want to ride horses. That's all I want to do. Stop putting me in these like stupid sports. Not stupid anymore. But um, and then I, gosh, I met my first eventing coach at Old Stone Riding Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. And then I went on to um, Area 8 Young Riders Camp. And I met Lauren Ferguson, who I started to be a working student for, and it just spiraled into that. And then I remember telling her, I want to go see how a five-star barn is run because she's so wonderful and she prepped me so well to go there. And I then approached Boyd at um, Rolex Kentucky when it was still Rolex. And I asked him if I could go work for him. And he said, yeah, sure, mate. I'll give you a call. And I gave him my number. And I was like, did that really just happen? Like, I totally fangirled. And uh, going to work for him, he's just incredible. He's just, his barn runs so smoothly. Steph does a great job and everybody has a good time. And then I ended up working for Lillian Hurd after that. And it's just been ongoing from there. (laughs) Well, okay. I was really lucky. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) I think you might have skipped some in between. I definitely did. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I told you. (laughs) So when we met you, you you were a working student at Boyd's. Mm -hmm. And at that point, you had just gotten your horse Charmer. Char- I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm saying it right. Mm-hmm. Charles. It is, that's right. Charles. Yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you were only going beginner novice with him. Yeah. So I had two off the track thoroughbreds that I started, and I took one up to prelim and then uh, another one up to three star. I ended up selling both of them and went over to Germany and bought Charles as a four year old. Um, and he's just the best thing ever to me. (laughs) I think he's so great. Um, I just loved him by the way he jumped in Germany. Like I tried over 50 horses when I had that money and my dad's like, do whatever you want with it. And I was so lucky to go over with Michelle Pastel and my mom and my trainer at the time. And Out of 50 horses, Charles is the one that stood out to me. And he still does. He's like such a character in the barn and he's so good at jumping and he's so nice on the flat to me. Like I just, (laughs) <laughs> he's the light of my life yeah yeah and and uh you took him up to the three star and mm-hmm. yeah. did very well yeah he's so <laughs> good um like i i swear like he just surprises me every day um and i think i'm up to three star and i have goals to go higher with him 
long as he wants to. <laughs> Because I definitely want to. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And and your mom. So we met your mom a few times. And mm-hmm. now they they live in Kentucky, right? Mm-hmm. Danville, Kentucky, which is like forty five minutes south of Lexington, and they have a farm there. Okay. And and they're into yeah. like the thoroughbreds and everything. Yes, my dad's really into the whole racing thing, and he started breeding thoroughbreds. Um, gosh, back in when I was a freshman in college, okay. um, or like. Oh, no, sophomore. Sorry. And we moved down to Danville and my dad started breeding and pen hooking at the track. Uh, so he got into that. He was always into horses, but um, never really bought into them until I took a big interest in them. So, yeah. I was going to say, did you get them into horses? <laughs> but <laughs> I swear I popped out of the womb loving horses. Like I just was bit by the bug. It was like, I can't even remember the first time I was like, I love horses. That's the only thing I could think of. Like I only wore horse shirts to school for the longest time. And, <laughs> you know, until it's frowned upon and you get made fun of. So then right. you stop doing that. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, and Cindy, you're now moved off uh, on your own. You're, you're with Boy and then Lillian. Now you're on your own. Can you tell us a little bit about your business? Like what you got going on? What's it called? Um, so I just call it Hageman Eventing. And my logo, which is done by my friend Nicole, it's basically just Charles jumping over a, a jump. And I love it. And um, I am based out of Middleburg, Virginia during the summer with Kelly Temple and Mike Pendleton and Kara Angelo. And it's such a beautiful place to be. Um, and then in the winter, we're obviously here in uh, Stapleview and Aiken. So um, it's been a little nerve wracking starting my own business because I'm kind of like used to having people tell me what to do. And I'm like, okay, so now I have to make my own schedule for the day. And wow, what's that like? <laughs> <laughs> You kind of miss having a boss sometimes. <laughs> and like with that, like, are you uh, like training horses? Or are you coaching, giving lessons? Yeah, I'm, I'm training horses and helping Mike and Kelly ride whenever they need help. Um, but obviously I'm taking horses on for training. If anybody's ever interested, and, um, coaching and teaching is something that I've been told I'm really good at. So I do do that on the side as well. Nice. So how does that all work? So you're on your own. And then now, Mike, is he on his own or is he still like considered with Kelly and Kara? So he's basically on his own, but he rides for Kelly and Kara. And then he's got a couple other horses that are owned for him. And so he basically rents stalls at another barn and then Kara and Kelly are across the street and he goes, back and forth. And then I just rent stalls for Mike because he's got some available for me and we just work out of the same barn and it's going pretty well <laughs> as of right now. That's funny. <laughs> and how many horses uh, do you currently have that you're working with? Um, personally, I have only three right now. Um, cause Mike is keeping me pretty busy with his 15. Uh, <laughs> so I have two of my dad's. One is a homebred, and then one is um, an old broodmare, and then I have Charles. So keeping it low key right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you guys are you looking for any working students or anything like that? 
Well, Mike has a fantastic groom. Personally, I don't need one right now because three horses is um, very nice and pretty smooth. Uh, it takes up my day and I can take my time with them. And obviously I am able to take on more. Um, and once I do take on more, I'll definitely need a working student. But right now, Taylor is such an incredible person. She's such a good worker um, in the barn. So she helps me with my horses if I need it at any point in time. So we're lucky to have her. Yeah, nice. So, okay. So tell us um, a little bit about Charmer, um, exactly what breed he is and how old he is, and then about the other two that you have. Um, Charles is a nine-year-old German sport horse. And Portia, I'll her show name is Por Favor. Um, she's an eight-year-old broodmare that my dad picked out on the track. And she's had two foals and they have not been very successful at the whole racing thing. So my dad's like, well, if you want to take her on, she's a really nice mover and she has an incredible trot on her. The horse can jump. Um, she's just a little bit of a, a wild one. So Mike's been super helpful with that. And then I have Allie, which her show name is all about a princess. And she's a five-year-old thoroughbred as well. And one of my dad's homebreds. And she's so fun to ride too. (laughs) (laughs) I have a good group. (laughs) Very nice. And will you be um, competing the two thoroughbreds? Yeah. So I actually have Allie entered into the Academy show this weekend and the beginner novice. And Portia's taking a little bit longer. Um, I've had to get some weight on her just because she's a little bit nervous and just really taking things slow with her because she hasn't really been ridden in four years and she's just got out in the field. So <laughs> she's, but she's um, challenging in a good way for me. She's a bit of like a puzzle. So I have to figure out and it, this is my first mare, like set of mares actually. And I've always had geldings um, and they're really fun to kind of figure out because you have to be very meticulous on how you ask for things. So with your dad's, and your well, your parents, your, their farm is that going to be the plan? They're going to be sending you some horses, or is that what you're hoping they're going to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, these two were sent to me to sell, um, and they should be. Allie should sell really quickly. I think she's going to make somebody very happy. Um, kid or adult amateur, anybody looking? She's a cool little horse, um, and. Yeah, so he said if I sell these two, he'll start putting that money into more horses. And he would like, my mom really wants him to breed to Allie's mom uh, and to a like a sport horse stallion. And they they want to get into that more of a side of my sport, which is so nice for me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. yeah, come on, Dad, let's go. <laughs> let's get that pipeline going. <laughs> Forget the racing, get into the sport horse, you know, like, come on. (laughs) But I've been saying this entire time. (laughs) See, after this interview, he will, he'll change his mind. There we go. (laughs) Love you, dad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Well, you know, good luck with everything, you know, like that, that's so exciting. You know, thank you. It's so like, it's so new to me, but it's just, it, it's, it's an incredible opportunity. Yeah. And I'm glad to have my parents that support me so much. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Sydney, we are going to play quick fire questions. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and quick fire questions is brought to you by Red and Goat Equestrian. Get your all weather outerwear by going to com. 
So five questions. You don't have to be quick, but we will grade you at the end. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. All right. You ready? All right. So first question is favorite rider growing up? Lauren Kiefer. Well, Lauren Nicholson now. Very good one. Very good. And actually, you know what? I believe that was your answer back in uh, 2018. I'm pretty sure it was. It was. I think Tammy Smith, too. Those are two lady yeah. riders that yep. I look up to. Yep, yep, yep. See, I didn't, I didn't get that far when I was listening, but I do remember that. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, do you have any hobbies outside of horses? No, um, I should. I'm trying to think, but it's like, yes, um, I like. Oh my gosh, no, I just like horses. Jeez, that's crazy. <laughs> you need a hobby. <laughs> I do need a Now that you're making, I'm like, wow, I, I really do need a hobby. Jeez. <laughs> pretty sad. Oh. All right. So if eventing was not an option, what other discipline would you want to try? Show jumping. I've always wanted to jump around a Grand Prix. Mm. Not sure what's more terrifying, one of those six foot jumps or a five star, one of those big tables. <laughs> I know. I don't even know how they see a distance to that. I was like, geez, you gotta like be really good. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Um, the one time we were in Kentucky and Rob being Rob just goes up and talks to anyone, and he talked to um Carl Cook. Hmm. Um yeah. uh at that point he was oh, were they married? I, I think, think they, so. I think that was before. I think they were engaged to Kaylee Cuoco. Oh, right. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, oh. so Rob asked him, he's like, all right, so what's it going to take to make, you know, to turn you into an eventer? And he's like, I am not that crazy. <laughs> you know, so. I think we're pretty normal. Yeah. <laughs> Minus some uh, self-preservation. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Moving along. All right. Do you have any good luck rituals or superstitions before you leave the start box? I just try to really focus on my breathing, actually. And I remember to set my watch five seconds. So when they start counting down from five, I don't have to worry about my watch anymore. (laughs) But I just always tell my horse that I I have to remind myself all the time that like when I'm walking the start box, uh, I'm sitting on the best horse in the world. Um, and we've done much more challenging courses than this. So let's get going. There you go. All right. So last question. If you could ride any horse, past, present, or fiction, who would it be? Oh, London 52. Oh, Ooh, very good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, is this before he gets back into work in spring? Or uh, do you want to do um, like during it? <laughs> Uh, oh, good question. Um, I like to watch his videos when he's coming back into work and he starts fucking after a job. Um, so that's probably, oh, that's a good question. Uh, after he's done the work. Yeah. <laughs> probably the safer choice. <laughs> All right, well. A plus plus. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. I don't know. She, she doesn't have any hobbies, so we we need yeah, to we get need to figure that we out. need to figure that out. A minus. A minus. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll we'll get you a hobby. Yeah, let's find one. 
have to start researching them. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And uh, so, Sydney, you know, you're finally out on your own and everything. You know, do you have any advice for any young rider looking to make it in the sport or, you know, kind of get to where you're at now? Um, trust in your gut, you know, and it, it, at times you're, you're allowed to be selfish and um, always have a smile on your face because we're very lucky to be doing this every day and living outside and sitting on these awesome animals and learning from all these great riders around us. So just remind yourself that and slow down. There's no need to rush. You don't need to do anything so quickly. Like just take your time and enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Great advice. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) She gets an extra and uh Cindy, like do you have any supporters or sponsors that you want to shout out or is there anyone in particular that you're hoping that listening and can give you a sponsorship oh uh, you know i'm obviously so grateful for my parents and want to thank them and mike and kelly and karen just every, all my friends that have always been behind me and cheering me on um sponsorship wise um I'd like to thank Maxine at um, the EEP of Aiken. Um, she's our Aquatread lady. And, you know, Charles loves you and always would love some free uh, Aquatread swim lessons if you ever have any to give out. So, I love that. You know, everybody that has always been so positive. I am so grateful for everyone that has reached out ever since I've moved on on my own. Really yep. Cool. yep. Always good to have a good support team behind you. So, yep. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> let's get you, you some sponsors em. now. Come on. No, no, if you could <laughs> have like one sponsors. dream sponsor, it doesn't have to be horse related or anything, but who would you, who would you love to be rocking one of their patches? Nike. Ooh. I've always been a big fan. I worked at Dick's Sporting Goods when I was in high school, and that's all I wore. It's the only little section I shopped. I was like, I'm your Nike girl. <laughs> but And I actually, Mike and I named um, our puppy Nike. Oh. <laughs> Do a little whip it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to get Nike. Yeah, got to get Nike on. Yeah. That'd be nice. Well, didn't Nike? Oh, I know. She's, she's still at the barn with uh, Mike. He's still making her work. <laughs> she's probably cleaning some stalls. Didn't Nike make a pair of riding boots? Yeah. So in 2008, they worked with a bunch of U.S. riders um, and maybe some European riders to create a tall boot for the Olympics. They spent like two years developing it and it had like a built in like spur. It was basically like a screw in spur if they wanted it. And, um, you know, if you remember like the Nike boot or the uh, the Ariat boots that kind of do like the weird like corkscrew zipper thing oh yeah 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 the um, vortex or yeah something like that that. so it was basically the same design but then by the time that the boot came out all the riders said now i'm just gonna stick with my boots so then they scrapped the whole project but they were cool looking yeah it's like the nike ippius or something like that it's a cool my goodness well i'm gonna have to get some pulling from them i know yeah let's let's bring them back Right, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they've got athletic wear. You can you can make some riding pants. Let's you just have to convince the University of Oregon to get like a riding team, and then they'll get all the yeah. all the good stuff. Yeah, come on, Man. get to work. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. You know, like, or we gotta get Kevin Plank from Under Armour to actually start supporting it a little bit. He's got Sagamore, who oh you know, he well, equips all of his people, but you know, leaves it all yeah. leaves it all for them. What the heck? 
Yeah. What about us? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need some Under Armour and Nike. Come on. <laughs> Especially being out in the cold weather and you're like the, you know, the base layers are mm-hmm. so nice. Yeah, they are. Good. Yep. <laughs> oh, well, you know, you always we'll got to dream big and they'll they'll follow. So maybe well, maybe somebody knows somebody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We'll work on that. You're listening. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Sydney, as we wind things down, and how do our listeners follow along if they want to contact you, send you some horses your way, you know, need some coaching, lessons? How how do they get in contact with you? Oh, yeah. It's just um, on Instagram and Facebook, Hageman Eventing. Always. Uh, That's it. I mean, it's all there. Uh, I'm on TikTok. Sometimes I make funny TikToks with my horse. I'm pretty sure it's hanging with a venting too. So. <laughs> pretty original. <laughs> Easy awesome. to find. Awesome. Yeah. So everyone hit up uh, Sydney, you know, help her out. Come on, get some horses her way and coaching. You know, if you need coaching, she's your girl. <laughs> your girl. Let's do it. Yeah. Nike. <laughs> right? Yeah, and go. Nike, too. <laughs> and not talking about the dog. Right. <laughs> uh, well, Sydney, it has been great talking to you. And it's been great, you know, getting to know you through these years and seeing you succeed and now out on your own. And, you know, we're rooting for you all the way and can't wait to see what else you got going on. Thank you so much for having me. It's been been such a pleasure to talk to you guys. Go Major League. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's show. To learn more about Major League Eventing, go to MajorLeagueEventing.com and join our mailing list to get all the Major League Eventing updates. Cheers! Cheers!